Hey, Triangle Lovers, welcome to Making Moves, hosted by the Rachel Kendall team, where we will explore together the top restaurants, community hotspots, and events in our area. Let's make some moves. Hi, so welcome to Making Moves with the Rachel Kendall team. I'm Anna Terrell, digital marketing specialist, and I am here with Lizzie Warren, um, and she works at the Duke Lemur Center in Durham. Um, So Lizzie, tell us a little bit about what you do at the Lemur Center. Sure. Well, thanks for having me. Um, So my official title at the Lemur Center is primate technician, which is another fancy word for lemur keeper or zookeeper. So basically, I do all of the husbandry related things for the lemurs and am one of the main caretakers there. So like, what are your day-to-day tasks? Cause I know at one time you said like you have to make little, not toys, but like things for them to play with, to keep them entertained, like sure. what they would have in the wild. Yeah. So I do all the general like daily feeding and watering for them and cleaning their enclosures, of course. But I also make sure I take care of their daily enrichment, which is the, <laughs> the toy aspect you were just talking about. So every day, every lemur gets some sort of special enrichment, whether it's some sort of item they have to manipulate for their food or a new scent in their enclosure, just something different and new and exciting so that it's never, never boring. Basically, I have a job to do every day. Basically, yes. (laughs) (laughs) They need to work on something to keep them busy. So, um... How many lemurs do you work with during the day? So we have 14 different species of lemur and one species of bush baby at the lemur center. What's a bush baby? (laughs) So a bush baby is another prosimian primate. Um, They just kind of originated in a different area, more in Africa, whereas lemurs originated in Madagascar. Okay. So we have 14 different species of lemur, and I probably work with about, I don't know, anywhere between six to all 14 species species in one day. It just depends on the day. And like what they need. How many Mm -hmm. other people work at the lemur center? So a lot of other people work there in the husbandry department with me. There are 13 of us. So 13 primary keepers. When was the lemur center started? So it was started in 1966. Um, Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't uh, realize it had been around that long. It actually started out called the Duke University Primate Center. So it was started by two grad students, actually, one, I think, at Yale University and one at Duke University who were both interested in studying and researching lemurs. So So do they have more than just lemurs at the time or? Uh, They had, so at any point in time since the 60s, they've had, always had lemurs, um, but we've also had bush babies, lorises, and tarsiers, which are other prosimian primates, which is why it just used to be the Duke University Primate Center. Yeah. So you remember the show Zabumafu, right? Of course. <laughs> of course. So I used to love that show. It came on PBS mm-hmm. Kids. Um, so what can you tell me a little bit about the descendants from that lemur? For sure. Yeah. So I also grew up loving Zabumafu, and I also had no idea that the lemur who starred in the show was actually named Jovian and lived at the Duke Lemur Center. So he unfortunately passed away before I started working there a few years ago, but he still has um, a few children and many grandchildren at the Lemur Center. I'm actually the primary caretaker for one of his daughters, Gisela, and her uh, her daughter, his granddaughter, <laughs> Cassia, who was just born a few months ago. Oh yeah, I think I remember you posting that mm-hmm. on Instagram. Yeah. So what kind of lemur is that? So that is a cockerel shafak. 
um, or we call them propes for short because they have a very long <laughs> Latin name that's uh, Propithecus cockerelli if you want the entire name. <laughs> but uh, otherwise, Shafak is generally what we call them around tours. Are they the biggest lemur? Or do you have bigger ones? So they're probably the biggest lemur we have at the lemur center. The biggest lemur in general is um, an injury, and we don't have any of those. I don't believe there are any in captivity, at least not in the United mm-hmm. States. Just like in Madagascar. Mm-hmm. I think they might. I don't know how much in captivity they are versus protected forested mm-hmm. areas mm-hmm. where people can go tour. Yeah. So what is a ring-tailed lemur? Because I feel like that's mm-hmm. the only one that I actually know the name of, and that's probably yeah. not the proper name of it. No, but... that is. That is exactly <laughs> what it is. Um, so I feel like most people know ring-tailed lemurs because they have them in most zoos. If you're going to mm-hmm. see a lemur, that's the one most people know. King Julian from Madagascar, ring-tailed lemur. Okay. Um, and and so they have like the fluffy ears. No, never like, mind. Just <laughs> I mean, they're furry, so they <laughs> they uh, they have more like pointy type ears. So like their Latin name is lemur cata, and it may actually we think at least originated from kind of the sound that they make. They sometimes sound a little cat like, oh, um, yeah. and uh, they actually purr a little bit when they're infants. So interesting. Yeah, it's very interesting. Um, <laughs> but so a lemur in general is a it falls under a prosimian primate, which really just means primitive primate. Like it's one of the original mm-hmm. primates. Um, so they're not as closely related to us and like apes. Um, mm-hmm. They're more primitive in that they have wet noses, which a lot of other primates don't have. Um, they have a really good sense of smell, similar to dogs. Yeah. What is your favorite type of lemur? I feel like as far as species goes... It's hard to say. I feel like I have favorites from each species that I work with, uh, but probably my favorite species is uh, red ruffed lemur, which you may have seen in zoos before. They're very yeah. fluffy and they yeah, are red I think in that's color. That's what I was thinking from the about name. for the ring tailed, mm-hmm. the more fluffy ones. Yeah, they're very fluffy. Because I know you also post about the mouse lemurs a lot. Uh huh. I do love um, mouse lemurs too. How like big? do they get? Because I know they're pretty tiny. So mouse lemurs stay pretty tiny. Um, They generally stay about the size of an actual mouse. Um, They're very tiny when they're born. They can easily fit in the palm of your hand, um, much smaller than the palm of your hand when they're born. And they weigh about... 15 grams or so when they're born. So like almost nothing. So are they nocturnal? Yes, they are. How many nocturnal species do you have? So we have, let's see, we have mouse lemurs, fat-tailed dwarf lemurs, and eye eyes, of course. Oh, yeah. um, Which a lot of people come to the lemur center for. Um, and our bush babies are also nocturnal. So we've got four species. And what do the eye eyes look like? Are they the ones with the big eyes? Yes. Eye the eyes really- <laughs> are very interesting looking. Uh, they big eyes, big ears. Uh, they're pretty large in body size too compared to other lemurs. Mm-hmm. And they have unique hands in that they have one very, very long finger on each hand that's used for as a tool to get worms and other insects out of trees. Oh. Yeah. Ooh, so that brings like another good question. Yeah. What do lemurs usually eat? So that also depends <laughs> on the species. So we have 14 species, like I said, and 
The majority of them either are fruit eaters or veggie eaters. So we have a lot of mixed diets. We have different sorts of primate biscuits that are actually made mm-hmm. by Purina um, oh. that we can feed out to cover all the other like nutrients they need. But we also add in uh, fruits to fruits and veggies to the ones that are fruit eaters, and then we add in lots of vegetables for like our shafak and our blue eyed black lemurs eat only veggies yeah. at the lemur center, and then we also have a lot of our nocturnal lemurs who are major insectivores. So they eat a lot of worms and crickets too. So So with the larger lemurs that are outside, do they come in at night or do you just leave them out like in their enclosure? So we have nine forested enclosures that we use every day and they get to stay out full time in the summer. Mm -hmm. All of our lemurs have to be brought inside every night, like closed doors, Mm -hmm. um, if it is going to be below 41 degrees out because it does not get that cold. Yeah. Yeah. In the parts of Madagascar they're from. Um, but in the summer they're out full time, free ranging. Everybody is trained to a certain queue to show up every day for feeding oh, time cool. so that we we still have to get eyes on them every day, but they do just stay out in the forest yeah. full time. When do you start training the babies? So that's actually an interesting question. So we if we can, when a baby is born, they often ride on mom's back for the mm-hmm. most part. Most species are piggybackers. <laughs> so <laughs> we as soon as they are old enough, we which depends on the species again, but generally around 10 weeks or so um, can start being let out as a group into the forest. Mm -hmm. So they kind of learn how to free range from their parents and riding along with them. Um, So the Duke Lemur Center is like to help, you know, the continued the species Mm -hmm. of lemurs. Yes. Right. Yeah. So y'all do y'all ever like transfer the lemurs anywhere Mm -hmm. else to zoos or like around the country? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we do. Um, We're, we definitely participate in all of the SSP, which is the Species Survival Plan mm-hmm. programs, and we will essentially send out other lemurs to other zoos, and we'll also have some sent to us, too, that mm-hmm. are genetically matched for breeding. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot goes into that. There are a lot of people that <laughs> organize that. I personally don't work on that part specifically, at least not yet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a lot goes into the transfers of making sure, and it's not just lemurs, too. It's like animals in lots of zoos that mm-hmm. people don't necessarily know that they're being shipped around yeah. um, based on where they're most genetically just to keep valuable. keep the species up mm-hmm. and like make sure, you know, they don't get endangered and for sure definitely definitely to help at least in captivity because our main three things that the lemur center focuses on is education conservation Mm -hmm. and non-invasive research so the more people can see lemurs in captivity the more that we're hoping people will want to help them in the wild as well and help donate to that cause and other conservation efforts in madagascar yeah yeah do you have i know um like you've told me before that some of your coworkers could go to Madagascar mm-hmm. to like help. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have anybody there right now or with COVID and everything? So yeah, <laughs> unfortunately due to COVID, we don't have anyone there right now. We did actually have somebody over there who right before the pandemic hit, she was supposed to be there for a full year. She was there about six months and she was there helping um, the zoos mm-hmm. there that we work with, with just their daily care of lemurs, like helping write a manual on like, this is how each species mm-hmm. should be cared for and helping in the veterinary sides of things. And 
it was supposed to be six more months, uh, which would have been great. Hopefully, she'll be able to go back once yeah, everything like reopens are out there. Like up and up and, um, yeah. But we used to send two employees every year to go out to Madagascar just to see what sorts of conservation mm-hmm. efforts we're doing there, like on the ground. And to like learn more about mm-hmm. like the actual where they live in the yes. wild and like be able to bring that back. Mm-hmm. So what made you decide to want to major in zoology at NC State? So I've always loved animals. And growing up, I wanted to be a veterinarian um, because I just thought if you love animals, that's what you do. (laughs) Um, And then I got to college and I was at NC State and I actually was just in a a wildlife class. I can't Mm -hmm. remember the name of the class that I was in at the time, (laughs) but uh, whatever class I was in, they were going around the room asking what everybody wanted to do after they graduated. And a few people said they wanted to be zookeepers. And I just had never thought about that Mm -hmm. as a career. Honestly, I didn't know that I could do that. Mm -hmm. So um, from there on out, I just decided that that's what I wanted to do. I immediately changed my major from biology to zoology um, to take more animal-related classes and go that path. Um, So based off of that, Mm because I know you've had a lot of interesting internships like Mm -hmm. before working at the Lemur Center. Mm -hmm. So what have been some of your favorite animals to work, not animals in general, but you know, Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, Um, to work with at internships, like before you got to the lemur center? Oh my gosh. I (laughs) loved all, I did three internships before I wound up at the lemur center. And so I worked with wildlife, just native wildlife Mm -hmm. to Virginia at Mm -hmm. one point in time. And that was great. I got to work with bald eagles and Mm -hmm. uh, great horned owls, which were really cool, really awesome to work with, really scary animals to work with to just stare at you like but that was uh, a fun experience I really loved working with um, the native wildlife there and I also got to intern at the Georgia Aquarium Mm -hmm. which so different so unique like I got to work with whale sharks and manta rays um, which was really crazy also out of my comfort zone when I started like working getting in the tank feeding stingrays when there's sharks swimming around I've never done anything like that before either and that was It was great, though, honestly. Um, But to be able to work with animals like that, you've never... In your dream, you just yeah. see them like when you go to the zoos and whatnot, mm-hmm. but you never think, oh, like, you know, there's actually people that take care of them mm-hmm. every day. Yeah. <laughs> and to think about what they have to do, because you used to have to feed the whale sharks like in a boat, right? Mm-hmm. Or something. Yeah. It's so crazy that they do that. They just literally get in a little rowboat and they just like go down Don't a line and they have the- <laughs> all the whale sharks target trained to certain ladles and they'll feed them out of those, which is really cool. Um And then I worked or interned, sorry, at the Greensboro Science Center too. And they had lemurs there, which is kind of where I fell in love with lemurs and was like, how do I get into the Duke Lemur Center? Um, So I don't know about a favorite animal that I've worked with. Honestly, working with stingrays was way cooler than Mm -hmm. I thought it was going to be, mostly because I had no expectations really going into it since I wasn't really on the career path to work with marine animals. Um, But that was awesome. I would definitely do that again. Where can people learn more? about the Duke Lemur Center. I know you just said the Education Center, mm-hmm. but also like like social media yeah. and they follow um, just to learn more and, you know, kind of see their daily lemur intake. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, you definitely can follow the Duke Lemur Center on Instagram and Facebook if you want. Um, there's awesome photos posted there on a regular basis. Lots of cute lemur photos yeah. and lots of information too on like what's going on and what you can do to help mm-hmm. and how you can donate if you want to donate and eventually how you can see Set, get set Go. up for a tour. Just so. see the cute little lemurs. Yes, they're so cute. It's also baby season, so we're <gasps> going to have a lot of babies out. Oh. 
Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Hopefully it opens up soon. Hopefully. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much um, for joining on Making Moves and talking about all the animals and the lemurs and your awesome job. Of course. Um, <laughs> thank you for having me. You're very welcome. Um, thank you so much for listening to Making Moves and stay tuned for our next episode. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Making Moves. We want to deliver the highlights of the triangle that you want to hear. Let us know your feedback, comment on our social media, like, and of course, subscribe to continue and discover why we love where we live. Until next time with Making Moves, hosted by the Rachel Kendall team.